Hello, everyone. I hope you're all doing well and staying hydrated and all that good stuff. In this episode of Raw Talk, we have a very lovely lady that I have known since childhood. Becca, hi. Hi. How are you, girl? I'm doing pretty well. I, you know, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say, I mean, we have known each other since we were probably, you know, nine or 10 and Marilyn as well. And I just want to say, I remember sitting on the school bus with you guys, and we were practically neighbors. I yeah, think we, you lived yeah. right down the street from yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, you lived a few houses down from me. So we had such a great time. I mean, I still remember it as, you know, as if it was yesterday. And that bus ride was so long, but it felt like forever. Oh, yeah. But we really made the best out of it. We really did. It was hard, too, because, like, I, I've blocked out a lot of my memories from... yeah elementary and middle school just because I didn't have a great time yeah but like you were one of the few people that was genuinely nice to me and it was harder for me too because I come from such a big family yes so it's everybody was like oh my god you have like a million siblings that's weird uh how is everyone by the way they're good they're good the youngest now is nine um, oh the gosh. oldest just turned 27 this week. So, oh my god, Matt, yes, yeah, oh he just turned 27. Wow. He's got two kids. Oh my gosh, wow, yeah. dang, time flies. Time oh, yeah, really flies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. How's Marilyn doing? She's good. She her she turns 21 next week. Oh um, she's going to Vegas for her birthday. She's uh living life (laughs) lucky lucky i love vegas that's awesome um but i mean like i cherish i I mean honestly i truly cherish our friendship and support system because it's so rare that people stay in contact with people from their childhood and you know most people drift away and i'm so grateful you know to have you be a part of my life after all these years honestly it's it's the same with me like i know we lost contact throughout high school because i i went to monty tech you know i went to a different high school than you guys and so i lost contact with everybody that went to our middle school right and you know coming in contact with you again after high school it was just it was so different and you know like we had both been through a lot yeah and like having that support system was so important to me oh yeah and you know what girl I'm so proud of you and the woman that you've become I I can't even stress that enough I mean I you're you're so creative you're a creator like me and I you know we're both into art we're both into you know and I I can't I mean thank you so much for just being yourself for real I try to be after, you know, trying to fit in, in, you know, freshman year and middle school, it just, I was done with it. And then I found like a group of friends in high school who were okay with the weirdness and who accepted it. And I, I learned to kind of come out of my shell more and be more myself. Absolutely. That's, it's all, you know, it's really about just having those groups of people around you. It's huge, you know? Um, So to start off, Tell us more about you and where you are in your life right now. What are some things that inspire you or something that you're passionate about? Just dig into that a little bit. Um, Well, I mean, one of the things that I've been doing since fifth grade was the the haunted house at the school that we went to. Oh, my gosh, Um, really? And I've I've been running that for almost six years now. 
Oh my god, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, oh it's, it's crazy. It's a crazy that's memories time. right there. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So it's that's like doing that kind of stuff, like fundraising, nonprofit type thing, is something that I'm super passionate about. There's yeah. this event called Gish that I do every year now. Um, yes, I saw like, your artwork for that. Yeah, it's a it's a week long scavenger hunt, and all of the proceeds from the registrations go towards a different nonprofit for each like hunt that we do. And then there are so many different things involved in the actual hunt itself that are nonprofits. So like last year we raised over $180,000 for social injustice. Um, We provided over a million meals for no kid hungry, which at the time was working on providing meals for um, kids who have been affected by COVID. Okay. And it's just, it's, it's a great community and just that kind of stuff. Anything that is about being kind, because honestly, this world is so cruel as it is. Absolutely. That like, we don't need more enemies. We don't need more negativity. We don't need it. Yep. I agree with you 100% on that. And again, I mean, thank you for real. I mean, that's incredible right there. So Let's dig into some self-love. And I do want to bring up that one photo, the one without a filter. That's oh. my favorite <laughs> photo of you, hands down. It's the best photo out of your whole feed, in my opinion. I mean, you said that you never post without a filter on. What made you say to yourself, you know, that filter is coming off and I don't need it? I think part of it is that I recently just last month I was diagnosed with um bipolar 2 disorder okay um and when I posted the photo I was in a manic episode um right and so I was and like for me with bipolar 2 my manic episodes are less manic as in like I'm going out drinking or gambling or doing drugs or whatever and it's Mm -hmm. more I have a boost in self-confidence and I start new art projects and don't finish them or you know I just I buy more art supplies than usual like last summer I ended up buying like 7,000 popsicle sticks that I didn't need and I never used yeah (laughs) but then like my depressive episodes you tend to hit like right after them um right, and yeah. those are a lot worse for me so yeah. during my manic episodes I tend to have more self-confidence but like I've realized lately that I'm not as terrible as I thought I was you know yeah and yeah. having people like you in my life who have supported me through this and like who have been like the weight doesn't matter and all that yeah really helps because for so long I was told I'm too big or I weigh too much or this or that and yeah. it's hard because like for me it's partially genetics yep because like I've tried dieting I've tried working out and like I've done it consistently but the yeah. weight still doesn't come off. I'm just yeah. naturally bigger, you know? And yeah. it's it's one of those things that just in elementary and middle school it was hard because everybody I knew was still skinny and they were still small and right and that's and then, how it was. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember the the school that we both went to that like I didn't really have a good experience there. I mean, you didn't either. And I there was so much pressure on like everyone. Oh yeah. Like to look a certain way, dress a certain way, act yep. a certain way, wear makeup, da-da-da. And it's like, we were kids. 
yeah, it I was mean, it was rough there. And was, like yeah. the school that we went to, they didn't do much about the bullying. No. And so like not. when you went to the principal or you went to like the counselor or something, they would just kind of be like, Brushed Did off. you talk to the kid yeah. about it? Like, did you yeah. ask them why they're being mean to you? And I'm yeah. I'd be like, I did, and yeah. they're, they're being mean to be mean, and you guys don't want to do anything about it. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was totally muted. And I, I think that's the reason with a lot of kids nowadays. There's not I, I think in general, if something is wrong and something's happening, it's important to take charge about that. And again, you would assume that a principal or a teacher or someone, you know, within that group would want to take care of it and would want to help. But you're right. A lot of them didn't help and didn't really think it was their place and they didn't do anything, you know, and it's such a shame because like you see things go on, like in the world of like kids taking their own lives because of situations like this, but it could have been prevented. It could, there could have been something done, you know, and they don't, they don't do it. And yeah, that's, that's like, you and I can both relate to that. Uh, I got bullied as well. I mean, you know that, I mean, it was rough. And when you're a tween, I guess, when you're, you know, 12, 13, you're, you're so like fragile. Mm -hmm. Your mental health's fragile. Your physical health is fragile. I mean, so, so much is going on and you're, you're a kid, you know? And you're finding yourself. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of added pressures. Absolutely. That, you know, absolutely. I agree with that. So how do you, I want to ask you too, since we were talking about social media and everything, how do you think mental health in general is affecting uh, the beauty standards that are online? Like, how does that affect your mental health? I try to steer clear of anything that is like social influencer type things um, because it is so like, I was just talking to a friend about this today, but but, like what women shave because it's society standards that women have a hairless body. Right. You know? Yeah. I personally don't like shaving. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. It (laughs) It's so much work. It's pain in the ass. And like, I'm not doing it for myself because I don't care if I have some stubble on my legs yeah but like I know women who like they torture themselves primping and preening and trying to like get ready for dates or just to like go hang out at a family function so that their family members don't shame them for having a little bit of body hair or you know that little extra bit of weight or whatever it is and it just social media is that but worse yeah You know, it's like multiplied by a million because anybody can see it, you know, and like anybody can make a comment from behind a screen and say nasty things and not have any kind of repercussions. Right. Exactly. People, they tend to use social media as a weapon. And I've been through it. I mean, you, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been through cyberbullying, but I'm sure you have. Everyone has. It's like... It's even though, yeah, it's through a computer screen and words are words, it still hurts. It still gets to you. And I think it's the same. It's like the equivalent to like getting insulted in person. You know, they would never insult yeah. you in person. That's why they do it online. But still, it's it still hurts. 
And that's the thing with me. I mean, I went through a time last year. Um, it was, I think it was in August. Yeah, I want to say August, September. And like that I was getting shamed and like publicly shamed. And, you know, like there's ways of dealing with that. The way that I dealt with it was just like removing myself temporarily, letting the storm take its own and do its own thing. But I don't necessarily have to be involved in it. And that's why I created like a platform like just for my friends and my family to get away from all that. And that helped me a lot through the bullying and everything like that, you know, creating that support system and really just getting involved with people that truly love me, you know? Yeah. Having that support system really just, it's, it's one of the most important things in any kind of like self-love journey type of thing, because it's, it's insane how negative some people are and how rude some people are and how cruel the world can be about these things yeah and And it's it's so crazy because everyone goes through it but not everyone talks about it you know exactly it's 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 insane but yeah I mean same thing with school like yeah I mean I didn't have a whole lot of friends in school like I was very quiet I don't know if you remember me, but in school, but I was very shy. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't say a word. And, like, I was so, like, so, so, so timid. So, naturally, I, I you know, again, I wasn't the popular kid. I didn't have a whole group of friends. But, you know, I think if I, like, had that support system during, like, the bullying and things like that, I think it would have been better for me. You know? Yeah, I completely agree. I... I had a few friends who were like close in middle school who yeah, when things like that happened, they were great, but at the same time, they didn't deal with the same issues. So they didn't fully understand because I was right. friends with all these super skinny artsy theater kids who were like yeah. amazing at singing and like they did dance and gymnastics and they were on the baseball yeah. teams and they yeah. were all like these really popular outgoing kids. Right. And like, I wasn't, popular but I was somebody who liked to talk to people and I did try and get out of my shell but it just backfired in middle school so yeah yeah. and it tends to do that like you'll have years like this is how crazy school life is even in high school you'll have years where you're like you're in your prime and you're like yeah I'm on cloud nine like I'm finally getting in my comfort zone like I have friends and then and the next year happens and all those friends that you hung out with the year prior, they don't want to be your friend anymore. (laughs) And you're just alone. (laughs) I, my friend group in sixth grade to seventh grade, just like completely switched. I didn't hang out. I hung out with one person from my friend group from sixth grade all throughout middle school and high school. And to this day, but like, Oh my lord! Everyone else just kind of—they're yeah. off doing their own thing, and I'm like, you know, yeah. what? you, yeah. you have fun with that. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's so funny too because that even like in adult life, like there's people, like again, like what I said earlier, like it's it's so rare to have people like from your childhood like still be a part of your adult life. Yep, and that's something like about me and you, like no, like we like. We weren't like best friends. No, but, but we were close enough that we talked we were close to each other. Exactly. Exactly. And like that's the thing. Like we bonded so much. Like even though it was like a 40-minute bus drive, like we still bonded. Like, you exactly. know what I mean? And I never forgot you and you never forgot me, you know. 
to this day, you know, it's just, it's just the way that the vibes are, you know, we're like on the same way, like the wavelength, you know? Yeah. It just never stops. But so going back to self-love, what are your tips on, you know, discovering your own self-love and what has helped you throughout your own journey? Like, not necessarily listening to the Snapchat filters or like the overly photoshopped culture online. Like what is something that has helped you? Um, it's for me, it's mostly my own mental capacity. It's having been told so many times by so many different people that, you know, I'm overweight or this or that. For me, one of the things is realizing that your weight is not your worth. Yep. Your worth is not measured by how well you perform. Yeah. And honestly, just don't worry about what other people say. If you're confident in who you are, work with it. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I I have struggled because, like, I still don't know. I'm 22. I still don't know what I want to do with my life. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And, like... I know so many people who are like off to college or, you know, like my sister, she's going to Vegas. Like they're all living their lives. And I'm like, I'm working as a substitute teacher right now and I'm loving it. You know, it's, I, I'm having a great time working with kids, especially kids who have like special needs and stuff and like teaching these kids that even though they are a little different, they're loved. They have friends, you know, they have support systems. Yeah. Just that kind of thing like keep yourself prioritized yeah because if you keep people's opinions above your own Mm -hmm. you're never going to be able to figure out your own worth no and you're you're never gonna yeah exactly you're never gonna figure out figure anything out yeah I I agree with that and I think that that's so great that you're doing that um I you know teachers I think a lot of people don't give them enough credit but they're so important <laughs> as far as building structure. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it's it's really important, you know. Um, at, well, you don't need me to tell you that, but, <laughs> but <laughs> you know that. <laughs> um, and, and another thing, too, is we're both artists here. And I, you know, I've seen your artwork and, oh, my God, you are so artistically gifted. Oh, like I, I try. I remember you drawing as a kid. I remember being like, "Oh my god, like that's really cool." And like I, I drew as a kid too. But I remember you like drawing in like your notepad. I remember like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" Like one ah. of my one of my biggest accomplishments in life was coming home from first grade with this blue ribbon saying "Best at Coloring." Oh, it's hands. Down. We have a video of me getting off the bus, going, "Mom, look <laughs> what I got today! Oh my god, <laughs> I got Best at Coloring!" And I'm like, "It's to this day, it's one of my favorite things." Oh my god, I love that. That's so cute. I mean, I I love that about you, and you know that that creative expression, it's everything. You know, and it shows up very young. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I was very young when I started, you know, showing my creative expression. I think I was probably four or five, and that was, I mean, that was it for me, you know, and I wanted to ask you too, do you find art being uh, an outlet for you to get away from what's necessary, you know, things that are bothering your life or things that you just need to take a break from? In some ways, yes. Um, Mm -hmm. I personally, like, I don't create as much with my emotions. I tend to create to 
just block everything out. Like I'll yeah. put in headphones, listen to an audiobook, podcasts or music, and I'll just do something for like three hours. Yeah. And just go. Yeah. But like as for actually like expressing myself with it, I don't do much. Um, I tend to look towards others own artistic expressions. So mm-hmm. I'll go online and find new people on Instagram or TikTok or whatever who have right. yeah. a similar mindset at the time. Right. Yeah. And that that too. I mean, I think it's all about finding that creative outlet. I mean, for you and I, it's drawing and creating. But for anyone, I mean, if it's music, if it's listening to a podcast, if it's, you know, doing this, doing that, that can be so um, impactful and, and beneficial um, to really just escape for a minute and just get out you know it's it's therapeutic in a lot of ways and I tell my friends this all the time like some of them they they're not artsy at all my best friend she's like she's like if I'm having a bad day I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna play video games okay I'm gonna shoot some people and I'll be fine (laughs) call of duty (laughs) exactly exactly. she's like I'm gonna go home I'm gonna play cod everything's gonna be fine but like then I have other friends who are like they they write music so like I have one friend who she's they I'm still getting because they recently came out as non-binary so that's like another thing is like stuff in the world is changing so quickly now that like a lot of people are their mental health is all over the place with that Um, but they have they've had a rough life like really rough um, yeah. And I'm not yeah. going to get into detail because it's their life, but it's right, right. it's been hard. And they write songs like they they recently got all their equipment. They started producing music. They want to start putting it out there, and I'm yeah. all for it. I'm like, that's do awesome. It. Do whatever makes you feel better because yeah. nobody else is going to be able to do that for you. Right, right, absolutely. I mean, that's. I mean, it's so. There's so many outlets. It's it's like it's there's so much you know and there's so much that you can create and and put out there you know and this is another reason why I wanted to create this podcast was I have been through a lot as well and my life it's great I mean I'm grateful for everything that I have but it's been yeah everyone has their hard days and days that you know I want to create this podcast to not only create like an outlet for myself, but create an outlet for others. And I use my podcast as this platform where you and, you know, so many other people can, can talk and talk about these things because it's, it's helpful. It's useful. It's beneficial and it's fun. You know, it's creative and it gives people that spark and that light to really, just take a moment and listen and, you know, relate. And if you can't relate, then that's fine. Just listen. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, yeah. It's, it's it's all about creating, you know, it's really just doing your own thing and, you know, having people go with it too, you know? Um, so, yeah. But also you came out, was it last year? I want to say. I, I have been out since I was 14. Um, so it's been, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's been eight years, but I wasn't openly expressive about it right. until high school, um, right. like late in high school, because I love my family. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They're, they're great. I love them, but my parents are definitely more conservative. Right. 
and they don't fully understand it like they still make comments like oh it's just a phase or you don't know what you like um but I have been openly bisexual since I was 14 and I have so many people in my life who are super supportive of it but like it's occasionally rough at times yeah yeah because I saw that post I think you posted last year I'm pretty sure um about that and again I again I, I can't congratulate you enough for being yourself and putting yourself out there and and talking about it, I think that that's huge. Um, it's again, it's all about being yourself, you know, mm-hmm. D- doing what you want, you know, regardless of judgment, regardless of what people say or what people think. And again, I'm I'm so proud of you for that as well. Um, how has your journey been with that? I I've been on one date in my life and it was a nightmare. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> it was it was a nightmare. Um, yeah. But I think part of it is that I'm still living at home and we have, you know, I have seven sisters and five brothers, so yeah. it's it's crazy. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah. Um, yeah. My my brother has been with his fiance for seven eight years now. Um, oh, wow. And like my other brother, he just moved back to Massachusetts. Um, with his now fiance, he proposed to her about a month ago. Um, oh. And like with them, they, they also didn't really date much when they were still living at home. So I think for me actually getting out there and learning more about my love life or, you know, sexual relationships or anything yeah. like that, I need to get out and find my own place yeah, where there's not a million children running around. <laughs> um, and I know it's like the worst are, are because that's a little bit awkward. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that that's very understandable. Um, I mean, I I wanted to ask you too. I know that you read. Yes, <laughs> I know that about you. You've been reading since day one. Yeah. What is? Uh, do you have a book that you would recommend to, for anybody that you just are in love with? <laughs> um. I, that's hard because I I read so much. I know, yeah, like so do. much. Um, <laughs> and I, one of my all time favorite series, and it's like one of my comfort series, is Percy Jackson. Like anything by oh, Rick Riordan. Yes. Yeah. He's just he's so inclusive with his characters that like, in his books, for the first time, I was able to kind of see someone like me. Yeah. Um, who you know wasn't the prettiest but was smart or who yeah. wasn't you know super athletic but was super artsy and creative right um, and it just that kind of clicked with me and like I know it's technically a children's series but it's something that I think it's anybody meaningful. it's like Harry Potter anybody of any yeah. age can read it you know right. it's it's yeah. meaningful and it has an impactful message in all of his books yeah. and people just like assume because you know the first series is written from a white boy's perspective like a straight white boy's perspective yeah. that you're not going to understand it but if you read the second series there are so many people of color there's people oh, of yeah. different you know gender identities and sexual orientations and yeah it's just it it's one of my all-time favorites oh uh, that's awesome yeah I haven't read the I've read I think I read one in middle school I think and I haven't you know what I'm gonna have to start reading that now that you said that <laughs> that's very cool it'll be like a summer read that's that's very cool I love that um, it's it's such a light fluffy series most of the time and it's honestly it's a 
it's a fun laugh most of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I try to steer clear of super serious books yeah. <laughs> because no, then it gets yeah. my, it gets me emotional and I'm like, I can't deal with that right now. Oh yeah. It can become <laughs> mind numbing. Yeah. I agree with that hundred percent. Oh my gosh. That's very cool though. Um, and also before we go, I wanted to ask you, I- I'm asking you a lot of questions. That's okay. <laughs> what is one word that you would say that you live by? And I know this is a very deep question, but just, just what, maybe a word that comes to mind or whatever. What is one word that just you resonate with? Compassion. 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 Have compassion for others. Have compassion for yourself. Have compassion for whatever you're doing in life, for our planet, you know, just your community. It's so important to have compassion for things in this world, especially with all of the the hatred and everything that's going on, you know? That's huge. And, you know, compassion is such a it's a powerful world powerful (laughs) i was gonna say powerful world but then i was like no that wouldn't make any sense powerful word um it's very powerful and and just you know i'm so happy you said that as well because it's it's not only right it's not only about figuring out yourself but it's about yeah supporting other people and trying to understand you don't have to understand but try you know try to understand other people's journeys and where they come from I, i think that that's huge um so anyways but thank you for this i you know i've been i've been on instagram for a while and one of your feed your instagram feed is one of the most real i think funny <laughs> and you're you are really funny you might not think so i, I think i think you're hilarious. i don't th- i don't think i am but i know you don't think you are but i think you are <laughs> i think you're hilarious and oh my gosh like just thank you for being here for real I mean when I started this podcast I'm like "Mm, Becca like I have to have you on too I mean there's so many beautiful people that are going to be on this podcast and I'm so grateful that you were a part of it I without a question I knew I was going to do it it's you've been one of the most inspirational people to me um, with everything that you've been through and with the stuff that you've been posting on your Instagram for the last year or so it's and you're you're such a gorgeous human being. It's Aww. it's insane. And you know we've known each other forever. I just forever. I yeah. and it's important that people talk. Absolutely, talk, communication is key in every yes. relationship, and every everybody needs to talk to somebody. Absolutely. So. And yeah, thank you so much. And I wish you so much success. I know you're already successful, and you will be successful <laughs> whatever you do. I wish you so much success, Becca, and I love you so much. Thank you. I love you too.